From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today for this Tuesday, August the 22nd, 2023, right here on the Thai Cats Audio Network. I'm Braden Neville coming at you with another jam-packed episode. Today, Coach O speaks about some players who have been making an impact both on and off the field. James Butler speaks about being named to this week's PFF honor roll. Simone Lawrence talks about the upcoming test of facing the BC Lions. And I sit down with Gordon White, the birthday boy, to catch up a little bit. It's been a while since we spoke to Gordo. And we hear about some exciting Grey Cup Festival news. But first, let's get to some news around the team. The CFL announced their honor roll for this week as they've been doing throughout the year with that PFF system. And although the Ticats lost last week, one guy had a good enough game to be named the PFF top running back for the week, and that is James Butler, who came in with a 76.9 rating, which was tops amongst running backs around the league. For the whole list of players who were included on that list, make sure to go to the CFL website. Coach O spoke about James Butler being named to the list and more following today's practice. I just let him know you have any more you got any rushing yards left in you from your old stomping grounds? But other than that, there's been no uh, there's been no added anything to or advice to give him or anything like that. He was just also named to the honor roll this week. Does that just really attest to how well he played in that Edmonton game? Yeah, he's been given a few more opportunities, and you know, obviously, he's a dynamic guy. He works hard. Uh, I think the guys are doing a great job in front of him. Obviously, you have to, um, and you know, he's always on our honor roll. And then. Dylan Wynn comes back. He, he, he's back and dressed anyways for the team now. Him as a leader, he's just so important. He's so vocal out there. Just Do you notice just how much more he brings when, in a leadership standpoint when he's actually dressed? You know, I think, he, you know, I know just from a distance, you know, as far, I just think that it's it's just his presence out there. Sometimes it's just having gone through it before. It's just the experience, and that's that's where that comes in. As far as what he says or whatnot, sometimes it's, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Sometimes it's the timing. And he just kind of has that good discernment. He has that right amount of discernment on when to do those certain things. But other than that, Dylan likes to, you know, as much as vocal as he can be, if you really asked him, he, he likes to let his play, play do his talking. And then Johnson on that receiving court here coming up against BC, are, is that a guy you're looking to see maybe get some more looks or, or just – just in general to see what he can do out there now that he's finally healthy and back here from injury? Every game kind of unravels and brings upon just however it is you want to look at it. Um, so, yeah, you're always trying to get, you know, if you ask the receivers, they all want seven, eight, nine, ten targets a game. Um, you know, that would mean you'd have to throw about, you know, somewhere between 45 and 50 passes every day, and it just doesn't work that way. So uh, when his number is called, we'd like to see him make his plays, and that's the same with any receiver. Now going up against the QB, like Vernon Adams here, just a guy who, who last game puts up 455 yards and somehow doesn't get the win. But what do you need to do to just try and get in his head here and, and shut him down? Well, they do a good job. They're going to get their yards. I think the biggest thing is to keep him off the board, uh, try to limit explosions. But that's the same every single week. Um, you know, he's, he's a proven quarterback now in this league. I think, um, you know, those times when you're thinking, oh, can he do it? Well, the answer is obviously yes. 
and he's he's doing it well. And you know they've they've got a good football team, and so we'll have our hands full. But this is this is what you need when you're going down the stretch. You need these competitive games, ones that are really going to test you both mentally and physically. And Vernon just brings a different set of you know challenges just because he is mobile. Um, but I think he's you know really upgraded and you know went through his reads and gives his receivers a chance. So looking forward to this challenge. That was Coach O. James Butler also spoke about being named to the honor roll, and it's not the first time JB has been recognized by the league and was even named July's top running back for the month. He had a huge game against the Elk, picking up 114 yards rushing and adding another 32 yards receiving. This weekend's game will be a big one for JB because he's facing off against a team he knows very well. His former team, the BC Lions, the team he spent the first two seasons of his CFL career with. He touched on playing the former team and receiving the honors today. Playing against the former team, the BC Lions, going back home or back to Vancouver where you played at the start of your, your career. What are you feeling heading into this game? Uh, excitement. Excited, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I feel like it's a homecoming. I haven't been back since, and uh, obviously I know a lot of those guys, so I'm, I'm excited for, for the opportunity. And what do you need to do to penetrate that defense and, and be able to have another big game like you did against Edmonton? Just execute, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, and bring guys up. I think for me it's always just trying to be a consistency factor. You know, I, I want every week to, the guys are going to know what they're going to get out of me and just like do my best to try to be the spark. Once again, you were on the honor roll this week for, for the top running back. Just what does that say for the kind of game you had and, and what does that mean to you? Another cool graphic that my mom can post on Facebook, so that that's always exciting. And uh, you know, just shout out the O line, shout out the receivers blocking downfield. So I was gonna give it to those guys. So it, feel, it feels like you've collected a few of these now. Is is that something you're hoping to keep doing, just playing that way, so you can keep getting these awards? Uh, it's a little, you know, it's always nice for a little reassurance. So that's always nice, you know what I'm saying, to be honored, you know, around the league and, and things of that nature. But obviously, you know, the most important thing is to to accumulate wins. So that's that's the, that's the biggest goal. It was your first week with Scott doing the offensive play calling. Just how did it go? It seemed to work in your favor anyways. I love it, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, he's an NFL guy. So, you know, I, down there is, is known for, you know, the, using the running back heavily. So it's nice and uh, it's been fun, you know what I'm saying, the different ways to get the ball and, and space and, and things of that nature. Just um, it's been really fun. So I'm excited for us to have a, 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 a full week under him and, and what we can do. Entering now the second half of the season, just what's the message here with the guys to have a successful second part here? It's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. You know what I'm saying? We're, 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 like, as you can see, we're still in the race, in the, in the, in the neck of it. So we just got to finish drives, you know what I'm saying, start fast, and, um, and finish the season on a high note, which we know we can do. That was James Butler, and congrats again to him on the honors. Now, Simone Lawrence also spoke to me about the game this Saturday, and he made it clear what this team is looking to get done Saturday night. Heading into this game against BC, pretty potent offense. Just what do you need to do to shut them down and, and get off, get on their case early here? We got to make plays. That's as simple as that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we just got to go out there and make plays. Like, it's good to make, you know, we got to make all our average plays, all the plays that we're supposed to make. But at the end of the day, we got to go out there, pick the ball off, sack the quarterback, get the ball out, um, contain this quarterback, 
they like to throw the ball up in the air. So when the ball is in the air, it has to be 80, 20 our way. Um, that's as simple as that. We just got to go out there and make plays, and we'll be fine. And then just getting in Vernon Adams' head early here, how important is that? Um, Vernon Adams, he's a veteran quarterback, but just like all the quarterbacks in the league, you know, they're due to make mistakes, and we just got to make sure it's one of those games where he's making all the mistakes, mistakes he's usually making. And as a leader on this team now, the second half of the season we're starting here, what's your message to guys here just to have a strong half? Honestly, my message is, like, do it for each other. Do it for everybody in this building, you know. The thing that I love so much about Hamilton, like, why I call it home so much is because, like, you know, we've been able to, like, take care of each other, take care of the family, make sure, like, we're always on the right side, going to great cups and doing stuff like that. And, you know, we can continue to take care of each other by just having a strong back end of this season because, you know, once if one person eats, everybody usually eats. So we just got to do it for each other, go out there and make plays for each other so we can do what we want to do. And then heading into a game against BC, a team that's been pretty successful this season, one of the top teams in the league, just how much of a statement would that make to get a victory here? Uh, for sure, especially in the CFL going against a great BC team um, on the road. Um, it'll be a great thing for the city and a great thing for our locker room. And, you know, that's what we plan on doing, taking care of business. That was Simone Lawrence. Now the final player I spoke to is the long snapper Gordon White, a true man of the people. And Gordo celebrated a big birthday yesterday, so I thought it would be the perfect time to check in with the Ticats long snapper just to see how things are going in the world of Gordo. Gordon, first of all, happy belated birthday. What did you get up to yesterday for the big day? I more or less celebrated on the weekend because I knew the day of my birthday we had practice, so... Had a little bit of fun on the weekend, went down to the CNE in Toronto, which was a lot of fun, then okay. saw family, friends, and yeah, that's about it. What Did you have any of those like crazy like candies or what, like all those different foods they have? Yeah, the they, had a, they had a cheeseburger ice cream that I tried that was not good at all, <laughs> but I had to try it. I just took one lick of it, and then I put it away so it's it's that sounds disgusting it was it, there was a lot there's like sweet corn ice cream there was like there's a lot of random stuff but so you wouldn't recommend the cheeseburger ice cream no not at all it's a weird color it's like a weird brown looks like chocolate but it's nothing like chocolate so no i would now, never recommend that now i wanted to talk to you a bit about this upcoming game here i've talked to i've been talking to a couple guys about travel days when you have like four and a half hours on a plane or whatever it may be what are you doing on those travel days like just to Stay occupied, I guess, in the plane. Yeah, so first thing, I'm, I'm obviously, I still work with the defense quite a bit, so we always get a linebacker's test before every game. Yeah. So I usually leave that for the plane. So I get all my sheets and make sure I kind of dial that up on the plane. That takes usually about 30 to an hour. And especially on a flight like this to BC, long flight, I always download either a new Netflix series or one I'm watching and just absolutely binge watch and then hopefully at some point during the episodes fall asleep and then try and crash but that's usually a Netflix linebackers test and sleeping that sounds like a quite the like duo there now last time I talked to you I forget what you were watching on Netflix but what are you what are you watching for tomorrow on or not tomorrow but on the flight what are you going to be watching I'm not sure. I uh, Netflix has been a little dead recently. Yeah, I I've been agree. On, I've been on there a couple times. Like I finished all my main shows that I've been watching. I fin- just finished The Lincoln Lawyer, so that mm-hmm. that was a great show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I haven't decided yet. So I got to get on there and find something that's going to work. Maybe the Jake Paul <laughs> documentary. I might jump into that one. I think there's another Untold documentary, but probably yeah. do one of those. See what's there's going. A, on. There's another one on there too. Yeah. So. A lot of guys have been telling me like they listen to podcasts and the travel. Do you find those travel days 
uh, like affect you at all like just being in a plane that long do you need a little bit of time to kind of like adjust to being in a new like time zone and, and this and that or is yeah it, does it really affect you? i'm pretty no i'm pretty good like bc's the main one because it's a three hour time difference um and it's just a super long flight so like yeah. hydration's a big thing when you're on a flight for six hours you lose so much water so you gotta make sure you're hydrating but i never really feel it but they're setting us up good this year because we're coming with the full extra get there the night have an entire day and yeah. night so more than enough time to adjust so i don't really find it, it, it much of a change or problem at all so you just got to make sure you do the right things and then should be fine now one thing i think fans don't really know is like what happens on a travel day so maybe just talk me through like from the moment you leave here at tim horton's field and then get to bc what do you yes think going on? so yeah we usually have like our mock game here where we just kind of walk through the kind of game script go through every sort of situation um in the game and then we have a shower have a team meal then we jump on the buses head over to um toronto airport um flying commercial this flight so that should be a good time hopefully you don't get stuck with the middle seat but uh we fly yeah we fly up bc six hour flight it's usually it's pretty fun on the flight we always do some fun things as a team um then we usually land jump on another bus head to the hotel then right when we get there we have a quick team meeting just to kind of go through things kind of get in the right mindset and then goes down to like team dinners sometimes positionally sometimes it's offense defense whoever kind of wants to get together go for a nice meal this one be a little different because we have the entire day the next day so it's you get got, to kind of do you get to explore a little bit or is yeah it this time we will yeah. be able to especially in bc it's so beautiful down yeah. where we stay but uh yeah because usually the next day we get there is usually the game so this one's going to be a little different but then it's the next morning it's kind of like do your own thing team meal in the morning and then it's kind of on your own to get ready for the game so and, and that's just a side that a lot of people don't get to see that's why i wanted to ask you about 100%. that bc is a very good team one of the top teams in the league coming off a loss much like you guys just what do you need to do to make a statement here and get a victory in bc yeah, like already, I think the main thing is just execution. We got we got more than enough talent. We got the effort. Guys are like pouring their hearts out to like on game day. We see it on film, the physicality, everything like that. It just comes down to straight execution, like finishing drives, getting stops, special teams, keep us in the game, keep the field position alive. But yeah, it's more or less going in there with confidence. Like this week, there's there's it's the atmosphere has felt different in practice just like head down working yeah and some from the outside it's like oh there's not a lot of hype there's not a lot of energy but like it's good like everyone's just executing putting their head down like let's get this job done so there's a lot more of a focus and like um let's get after it this week and i'm excited for the game but we have nothing but confidence so that's the main thing going there with confidence and just do our thing what's kind of the message around like obviously when you lose some games it's easy to get down you know but what is the message right now because everyone seems pretty confident out there you don't see anyone you know pouting or anything like that you guys have put it in the rear view so what's sort of the message here with all the guys yeah just like kind of um i'd say the main thing message this week has just been whatever you do on a normal week or what you've been doing you got to do more because whatever we're doing now is not working so it's kind of like just saying whatever your normal routine is and how when you get in the gym and what you do on the field like always do that next thing find that next thing that's going to take us to that next level because sometimes you got to change things and sometimes old old habits don't work and you got to kind of switch it up and just make sure you're doing the extra thing and when it, whenever you feel comfortable be like you know what maybe this is time i gotta do something else i gotta do a couple extra sprints get in the gym one time you know like mm -hmm. get some recovery treatment stuff like that so that i think that's been the main message just like 
make sure you're doing the next step. Do it for the guy beside you, not just for yourself, because this is a team sport, and yeah. if you're not playing for the guy beside you, you're not going to get much done. So, a good message to yeah. have. Now, halfway through the season, there's a lot of wear and tear on the body. Is there something you're doing just maybe a little bit more just to maintain your body and, and you know, just to avoid injury maybe? Yeah, I'm – I've gotten into the cold tub a lot more recently. Uh, most guys are pretty religious with that. I'm also a long snapper, so I'm probably not getting as banged up, but I'm also out there kind of getting in piles. And you're practicing. Oh. You're, you're, I know. You're an aggressive guy I'm out in there, there. Gordo. Don't put your, <laughs> sell yourself short here. Uh, yeah, but I'm in there. Uh, but, yeah, the main thing is just, uh, for me, it's been this week has been cold tub. I've been a lot more religious with that and a lot more stretching because mm-hmm. you kind of, like, once you get a little comfortable in the season, you'll kind of – second guess some things or like let some one thing slide and then it starts adding up so just making sure you're on top of recovery and my main thing has also been sleep making sure i'm Mm -hmm. getting a full sleep and not because you like these days when deep in the season especially we're going on a nine game run like you got to be doing the right things and i think it all starts from sleep or else you're coming into the stadium in the wrong mindset so you don't want to be up till three in the morning watching Lincoln Lawyer. Right? No, like no, 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 <laughs> get, no. We're, get getting the, we're getting the episodes at like eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's fair <laughs> enough. Well, Gordo, as always, it's a, it's an awesome chat with you. It's one of those things. There's a long season still to go. Second half year. A lot of fans are excited to see what this team can do. And happy belated birthday. Good luck it, in bro. Vancouver, man. I appreciate Thanks, it. Man. That was Gordon White. Big happy belated birthday to him. As always, a great chat. Now this year's Grey Cup festivities have been announced with more announcements to come in the future, but fun times surrounding this year's festival. And RJ Broadhead sat down with COO of Business Operations for the Hamilton Sports Group, Matt Afnick, to discuss this year's Grey Cup Festival. Uh, as we all know, we hosted the game and a couple festival events a couple years ago, but the actual Grey Cup Festival that brings together people over uh, the week leading into the game itself is what we were unable to deliver last time. And today we unveiled uh, exactly what that's going to look like here in 2023. Um, and it's a plan, frankly, we've been working on for years. That's evolved a little bit over time, but the bedrock of what it is um, has remained the same. And, and activating the f- walkable venues here in downtown Hamilton for fans to go to their favorite team party or outdoor street festival or um, alumni function or cheerleader function, all those venues here in Hamilton are, are walkable distance here in the downtown core. Um, the other piece I think we're really proud about is our ability to work with uh, great partner organizations in the city to bring their expertise into the Grey Cup domain. So things like Supercrawl, uh, which is an arts and music festival here in Hamilton, they'll be producing um, all of our activity up and down James Street to um, you know the Santa Claus Parade, the Hamilton Santa Claus Parade being moved to Grey Cup weekend. So Santa is coming yeah. to Grey Cup. That's a big deal. The commissioner even said that too. <laughs> um, to a series of other uh, of local partnerships that take the expertise of those people, the stakeholders in the local community that care about those things, notwithstanding Grey Cup, and bring them into the Grey Cup environment. Well, you're, you're a great spokesman for the league, the, the Tiger Cats, but as the city of Hamilton and somebody who maybe is considering coming to Grey Cup, what would yeah. you tell them about Hamilton? What I would say is uh, Hamilton is a, a special place. Football matters dramatically here, so if you're a fan of the CFL, uh, no matter where else you are in the country, you'll come to a market where we care about football here and the people here care about the game and the league. And I'd also say that Hamilton has just gone through this incredible renaissance over the last you know, decade, whatever you want to call it, of uh, if you're a fan, like, there's really something for everyone to do. Uh, and you're really, really close to everything. You're close to Niagara Falls. You're close to Toronto. You're close to everything. But here in town, from the food scene, the art scene, the, you know, we're sitting here in a, in a beautiful museum, 
Um, there's just really a lot of great stuff to do, and very, very friendly people are going to welcome you when you when you when you descend on town. That was R.J. Broadhead and Matt Affnick. If you want to watch that full video, it's on the Hamilton Ticats YouTube page. It's about five minutes long. It's got a lot of good details into this year's Grey Cup. And I think Matt hit the nail on the head when he said Hamilton really does care about football. And if you're a football fan, then there will be no better place to be than in the hammer during this year's Grey Cup Festival. Ticats fans, if you're looking to win tickets to this year's Grey Cup, make sure to enter the Follow the Cup contest. All you have to do is follow the Grey Cup Festival socials and get instantly entered for your chance to win a pair of Grey Cup tickets. Not bad at all. Tickets are still available if you're looking to purchase them, but make sure to get them quick because they will not last long. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today.